Mother-loving geek nation, you're currently tuning in to the League of Extraordinary Cult Pop Podcast, episode nine. Nine times. Legacy numbering eight, eight ten. ten. A show where we will talk about comics and movies and games or or food uh, or uh, friendship. Friendship. Um, uh, uh, also, all the things that scratch your nerdy little itch. And we are coming to you live. The itch is nerdy from the Maniunk <laughs> Studios. Philadelphia's premier joint number one for video and audio hijinkery. I'm your host, Johnny Destructo of Johnny Destructo's Hero Complex, located at 4327 Main Street, Philadelphia, PA. It's a super rad shop for comic books to buy at. You should go to it now. You can call me JD or Jadles or Zaddy. No, with no, this- no. You sure? No. Just once. No. One time. Never. You're going to do it. Zaddy, just move on. Thank you. <laughs> with me tonight are his nerds, No Bartolci. Hey. Brian Lieb. Guy. And Len. Yo, how about your boy? He's got this. Len the Bat Tribble. That's right. Also joining, joining us in the booth, uh, you can't see him, his producer, Terry. Say hi, Terry. Hi. If there's anything wrong with the show, please comment below and we will make sure he gets zapped. He will be flogged. Yeah. Uh, at the top of the show, we would like to thank all the listeners for being here. It means a lot to us. Whether you're watching live or checking it out later, if you dig what we're doing, and I can't imagine that you do, please comment, like, subscribe, hit the bell icon so you know when we go live and add new content. Additionally, we want you to engage with us. These guys are fine. They're here doing the thing. I'm really here to talk to you, and I want you to talk back to me. So I didn't know um, that. pipe up in the chat. Speaking I, of listeners who pipe up, yeah. we got letters. We got letters. We got letters. Oh, we, we got, got lots and lots and lots and lots of letters. Letter number one of one. one. <laughs> <laughs> it's from Chris, Christopher St. Saucy Goodnight. He says this I hyped Nice House at the Lake way too much. I don't understand how a book that started out so good over a year ago lent to an ending like that. Mm. For one thing, hold on, is this gonna, did anyone read this Well, I, I wanted yeah. to pause, no, I didn't read it, well, I did read it, but I wanted to pause real quick. Okay. Nice House on the Lake, was not this your like Yeah, pick? I thought that too. Yeah. So, one of his, so just yeah. so you know, may not have landed the ending. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you hadn't, you haven't finished it. I haven't finished it. <laughs> I was, I've enjoyed most of it. I'm <laughs> nervous that this is going to There's no, no spoilers. I read it. No spoilers. Yeah. He continues. For one thing, there is no reason a book that's 12 issues and has a different writer and artist can't come out in 12 consecutive weeks. Daniel Warren Johnson can write and draw a book that's seven issues long and not miss a week. Surely a miniseries shouldn't take 17 months to come out. And to end it like that is just pathetic. I'm not going to spoil it because it's been a couple of weeks, but I am seriously so sick of this trend. Everything from the art quality to the paper stock declined on this book as it went on. Meanwhile, World's Finest is the best book from DC right now. Dan Mora's art just shines on this book. And honestly, I didn't see that ending coming, though I should have. Give Mark Wade the reins to the next DC reboot, please. 
Let him start everything from like year five with the third generation of sidekicks just taking up the mantle. Saint Saucy. Hmm. Thank you for the email, Saint Saucy. I'm sad to hear that about the nice house at the lake. I read the first maybe seven or eight issues and it's awesome. Yeah. So I'm really nervous about the next couple of, uh, the way it wraps up, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I haven't. I haven't finished it None either. None of us has, have, have finished it. No, I'm, I'm only on like issue seven. Also, oh, yeah. although I wouldn't. Uh, creative issues and paper stock issues, I think, are handled by very different people. Yes. So yes. it uh, well, sucks for sure. But it sounds yeah. like that was more the yes and of it all. Like hmm. he didn't like it, and even this. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um. I. You know what? I. I. I try not to get really upset about scheduling anymore. No. Yeah. I can't. Uh. Because. Yeah. Um, Daniel Warren Johnson is a writer, writer creator, does everything himself, and always has a large runway. Like he doesn't solicit stuff right. yeah. until it's done right. because he's capable of doing that. I don't know financially or emotionally. Um, the you can't apply the same nuts and bolts to one book to another book. It's exactly. just so we just you just kind of roll with it. I mean, it's not one for one. It can't be. Yeah. And, and trust me, this is nothing like back in the days of Image or <laughs> or the Ultimates where books were, remember? I'm still waiting for issue two of Image United. Right, right. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> we're, yeah. We're all you still waiting for All-Star Batman to, to yeah, wrap yeah. up. Yep. Oh, or wait, Action Comics. Issues. I mean... For a year, do you remember the year that Action Comics released one issue? No. Because, yeah, yeah it was, I believe one of the Kubrits was mm -hmm. drawing... And Richard Donner uh, was writing oh, part of it. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, that finished. But no, it finished. No, but it took a minute. There was a, a year when it was insane. for Action Comics. It was crazy. Mm. That's nuts. Yeah. But remember, in the days of Planetary, Planetary used mm. to be uh, well, like they, years they between took, the issues. They took a three-year break. <laughs> yeah, three or four-year break. The last issue of that. It was twenty-five <laughs> issues over the course of like six years. You know what? Uh, email us. Anyone out there listening? Email us at cultpopgo at gmail.com and let us know. What you think was the longest hiatus uh, in mm. between issues was? And this has to have the other one has to have come out because there's yeah, a lot of books out. that yeah, there's a lot of finish, abandoned books you know, and yeah, that's yeah, not yeah, fair. Right. Most yeah. of them are all Rob Liefelds, but yeah, <laughs> uh, and again a couple of Kevin Smiths. I'm about Kevin to say, Smith? I think of yeah. Kevin yeah. Smith, yeah. Yeah. the Daredevil one. Oh, I think I might know what it is. Uh, um, Ghost Rider. I don't know if this fully counts, but there was a, a storyline late in the Danny Ketch era. Mm -hmm. Where, um, oh, I don't know, they were in hell, they're meeting the, the demon that empowers Ghost Rider, uh -huh. uh, and for whatever reason it didn't finish, but then, I don't know, 25 years later or something, uh -huh. they just fairly recently came oh, out with I that see. final thing. That's neat. Thank you. I don't know what's happening right now, <laughs> I was just told to do that. Uh, since we're all being silly, uh, we can't see the comments. How well, dare you? That's so silly! <laughs> You gotta scroll down. Yeah. So anyway, thank you. So I am because oh, Terry. because of the last show we did, wherein we talked about the best of 2022. Uh, I went and currently reading World's Finest from scratch uh, because hmm. you know I started and reading it as issues because we were reviewing yeah. it on the show and I just fell off. Um, but um, oh, okay, uh, that's cute. Uh, Whedon's Astonishing took forever so much that the entire status quo of the Marvel Universe shifted. Mm. That's true. true. Astonishing X-Men. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. I think I think also, too, like just in modern comics, that was one of the first times, at least I can remember, where they took forever for it to come out. The rest of the universe kind of kept going. Mm -hmm. 
And they just released it as is and was like, this actually all takes place mm. before any of that. Because we mm. were always so like just habitually used to like everything lines up and you wait. Mm -hmm. right. But they were just right. like, no, fuck it. It's fine. Like the ending is actually six months ago. So relax. Sounds yeah. like uh, Doomsday Clock. Uh, essentially, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. World's Finest is the best. Uh, second best it's thing. So oh, it's tied for the best thing that's happening at Mar uh, DC right now. What's the other one? Nightwing. Hmm. Oh, that's true. Uh, but I'm also behind on Nightwing as well. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> Nightwing is... Dope. But that's one of the ones I'm very excited to catch up on. All right, so letters out of the way. Uh, our main, our, our chunky meats for the episode is um, we're going to be wrapping up. What, so in sports talk, when you do the sport ball and, and people are, they have their, their players and then they fight their players brackets. against each brackets. What is this called? What is this round called? The final to do? Uh, well, we're the making coup de gras. What is this? I'm, uh, the Super we're making it up. So the idea, round. so uh, before the end of the year, uh, last year, before the end of the year last year, we did our top five favorite DC events, line-wide events, and then our top five Marvel line-wide events. Of all time. Of all time. Hmm. Well, since 1987. Four. Five. 84. Five. Doesn't matter. Crisis anyway, on Infinite Earths. From Crisis on Infinite yeah. Earths and Infinity Gauntlet on right. um, the modern event. So we took all of those uh, numbers. Mm-hmm. And the 10 bubble to the top was a new list of combined. And then we had to rank our combined comic book events of all time across oh, so the two lines. Final four. It's, it's not, not the final four. Madness, but that's done in March. So, so we are not we are not doing a countdown Oops. to the greatest ever. We're just now doing our top five combined. Cool. All right. So that's what we're doing. Uh, do you want to take it away? No, uh, we're not doing enjoying this week. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. We've been up to stuff this week, Hey, you want to take it away, Noel, and tell me what you've been up to this week, huh? Huh? Um, well, uh, last week, <laughs> yeah. you mentioned something. Uh, I'm just going to keep going. Uh, it's, not even your, it's not your shot. You guys are just canoodling over there. Um, <laughs> last, last week, you had mentioned something, I think, with Confess Fletch. Yes. The, the How enjoyable it is to watch, like... Yeah. People that are good at something do something, right? Yeah. Like competence porn, I think you called it. I did. Um, I didn't come up. Uh, is just leave it all the wide. Yeah. <laughs> leave it yeah. wide. We're doing it live. Um, uh, this is for my prostate. Oh. <laughs> I like to have, you know. Half the stuff you have is yeah. for your prostate. My wife is controlling it at home. It's, <laughs> She's controlling your prostate. We have an OnlyFans. <laughs> Every donation. <laughs> Every destination counts. Okay. So, um, uh, a subset of that are uh, I love movies that I love are mm -hmm. like um, procedurals or mm -hmm. like movies like All the President's Men, where it's oh, just I love you are watching incredibly yeah. capable, competent investigators mm -hmm. doing, and it's not mm -hmm. it's not over dramatized. It's like perfectly acted. It's yeah. Yeah. it's just it's like usually it's watching real life events. Mm -hmm. So last year this movie came out and just dropped on Peacock. It's called She Said. It is about the two. Pulitzer Prize winning uh, investigative journalist from New York Times who broke the Harvey Weinstein yeah. thing. Oh. And it is phenomenal. Yeah, because it did not, it phenomenal. was not a hit at all. No, it just, it just kind of came and went. Like, I think yeah. it just got lost in all of the shuffle of COVID, COVID pandemic um, and stuff. It, it's, it, it feels forever ago, but it actually just happened in 2017. I know, right? Um, it's great. You're just, it's Carrie Mulligan and Zoe Kazan, and you're literally just watching these two amazing journalists mm. knock on doors, interview people. People are afraid to talk, and mm -hmm. they just 
they it's just it's like it's like watching an artist chisel away at hmm. uh, marble hmm. oh. and that's how investigative journalism works it's it's not over dramatized it's not like oh their lives are torn apart and the yeah, fear it's literally yeah. just matter of fact mm. and it's so incredibly effective i got to watch it i got to watch it i really yeah that sounds great i am reminded of the spotlight spotlight yeah. spotlight spotlight immediately that, was awesome. that is exactly it's spotlight all the president's men just watching mm -hmm. smart confident not even confident capable people mm -hmm. try to do good awesome every time i watch all the all the president's men cuz i'm a huge fan of Turner Classic movies, so they play it maybe about twice a year. Every time I watch it, I immediately fall down a rabbit hole. Oh, yeah. And then I watch Spotlight. I watch the Parallax View. I watch all all of these. I watch the um, what was the one about the the Pentagon Papers with um, Tom Hanks and Meryl Streep? Oh, the Post. The Post. Huh. I watched the Post. Saw that in the theater. That movie was awesome. Watch all of them. All of these movies where you're watching like smart people. And, yes. uh, so my MVP of she said. Andre Brower's in it. And oh he's, my God. He's just the newsroom editor. Oh. And every single scene he's in, he just comes in and is like, we're not doing that. <laughs> yeah. We're going to yeah. do that. Like, because, and, and also, too, the, the movie doesn't, because it's based on actual reporting, they don't hide names. Like, they're, mm. they're doing interviews with Gwyneth Paltrow and stuff, like people oh. that have worked with. She's not in the movie. Only some people are in the movie, but like, they are talking about real life events. They're talking about real, yeah, real stuff. It was just so. It's it's hmm. it was great. It was better. Like we were gonna just put on like twenty minutes of it, and like we'll we'll watch the rest of it late. Two hours. You just sat, sat down. You, you didn't get pause. Engrossed. It is engrossing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Sushan. Um, remember that we want to watch this later tonight when we get home. It's very good. Yeah. Just talking to your. Almost person. cried like four times. It's great. So she said, on streaming on Peacock. Peacock. Check it out. Exclusive nope. on Peacock. Hey Brian. Hey hey. What you been doing this week? Thank you for asking, guys. Uh, I recently watched the movie Spirited, which ah, I gotta tell just you. Just in time. <laughs> well, this week might be a bit of a stretch <laughs> as to what I've been up to this week. But uh, I really wanted to talk about it. Books. It almost made my top uh, movie list of oh, love right. last year. And I just really enjoyed it. It's a, I think it was described as a remix of A Christmas Carol. Mm -hmm. And before I had no idea. I was like, so he's... Scrooge in the modern times, kind of a Scrooge kind of thing. Not at all, although they do mention the movie Scrooge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it is, uh, it, it truly is like a, a variation on a Christmas Carol story where you've got Will Ferrell playing Christmas Present and um, uh, Ryan Reynolds is the guy who needs saving. The Scrooge. Yeah, but they've done this a bunch of times this is something that happens all the time and it is so enjoyable uh they they have it's so fun to watch this it's it's uplifting uh ryan reynolds's scrooginess is uh great and very <clears throat> pointedly um uh meaningful today mm -hmm. right where he loves to get people outraged because it's good for clicks and yeah. and he's a pr guy right and he doesn't care about doing the right thing at all. And he's not necessarily an evil man. He's just not concerned with not doing bad things. He is, listed, he a, is labeled an irredeemable. He's an irredeemable. Yeah. Um, but uh, there's a moment towards the end, I'm not going to give anything plot related away, where, you know, he says something like, you're not, you're not either good or bad you know it's your actions that define you yes and so he's not necessarily um 
Mm. No, I'm not going to say that. Okay. <laughs> right. okay. But he doesn't get redeemed. The movie ends on a downer. Yeah. yeah. But I loved that because I hate when things turn out well. Yeah. yeah. You know, I hate it. I watch and, movies yeah. to be upset. Mm -hmm. I usually stop like two thirds of the way in. Yeah. And I'm like, I think all is lost moment. Yeah. <laughs> this is great. Um, yeah. And so, act two. Yeah. I'm out. One, it's, of the, one of the other things you forgot to mention is that, and it seems pretty important for everyone out there to know, the afterlife is a musical. So I was yes. about to. <laughs> the whole movie. So, so is the life. It's a classic yeah, musical. Yeah. yeah. People um, break out into song. Too. Yeah, that was something that I, I'm not sure if I knew before I went into I it. Yep. And they started singing, and it was like, oh, this is great. And it. Um, and Will Ferrell sings like three songs in it, I think. Yeah, Will Ferrell. Um, and, and then one in that was cut, but they show it after the movie. Oh, okay. was it cut? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I think it, it actually was cut. That yeah. wasn't planned. It's a great song. And the way that they cut it was skinny. a lot of fun, too. Yeah. Where. <laughs> But uh, the other ghosts are great. One of them is Tracy uh, Morgan, which yeah, I did not realize till the, the end. The, yeah. Did you watch the this? Reaper? I yeah. did. I haven't, we we watched awesome. the first 15 it's minutes. It's so much fun. It, it was, it's, I really yeah. liked it. Did you watch it because I said, because I mentioned no. it? No. Oh, of course not. <laughs> it's not. Um, <laughs> <but> I, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was surprised by it. All I knew was what was on the screen on like Apple Plus. Right, right. It was like Will Ferrell, Ryan Reynolds, Done. You're like, I'm in. Of yeah, course. I'm in. Right. So basically, if you've seen um, Cabin in the Woods, it's basically mm -hmm. Cabin in the Woods meets Scrooged. Uh, and it's mm. sort of both of those movies put together, uh, add on a musical. Wonderful, wonderful movie. It's, it yeah. may be one of my new yearly watches. I think so. It's just, it's one of those wonderfully tight, satisfying movies. Yeah. Totally. You know, that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I missed my window. I'm going to have to wait a year. You no, mean Will Ferrell is actually going to have two must-see yeah. holiday yes. movies? Oh, yeah. That's yes. He will never go broke. Yep. Mm. Right. Yep. Yeah. Right. Um, Get that Mariah Carey money. That's right. So, Spirited uh, on Apple TV, streaming now, just in time for the holidays. You should check it out. Yes. Hey, Len. There's a holiday coming. Yeah. <laughs> what you been up to this week? Huh? What I have been doing, I didn't discover anything new, but I've been watching Free V. Oh. F-R-E-E-V-E-E, -E -E, which oh. is free TV. Oh. Like back in the old days, ladies and gentlemen. It is TV. Is it three channels that I'm, are I'm, very staticky? It's free if you have a service. Well, if you have Amazon, I think. Uh, yeah. It's almost mm. free. No, I think it is free. Are it's there commercials? Because it's commercials. It's yeah. ad supported. Yeah. So you're the so, so you don't have to have Prime. You just have to have no, an Amazon account. I don't even think you have to have an Amazon account. Bullshit. No, because you don't have to sign into anything. But they need your. They need your. No, your, no, your, they don't. No, your, they don't. Your info, it's, right? It's ads. It's ad. Oh supported. no, that's I know free, but you need to sign in with something. You need an no. Amazon account. No, see them fist fight. You don't have to sign in for anything. Awesome. I, I, you know what? I I don't know, but I. I'm skeptical that Terry, organization. I turned it on. I didn't have to. I am skeptical that maybe your device knew your Amazon account. I am skeptical that organization doesn't want your data for free. Okay. They didn't, they didn't need my, I didn't have to sign it. But that Perhaps was still you're right. Yeah. But that's not the point. I've returned one. So free. are you liking Freebie? I'm yeah. liking Freebie. <laughs> I'm liking Freebie. I can't believe that I like Freebie. Because I turned it on actually because in my head, um, I don't know why. Oh, I read a story about a reboot of the old TV show Night Court. Oh, yeah. Yes. 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 Come on. Yes. So I was like, I wonder if Night Court is actually streaming. Hmm. So I looked up yeah. on my Roku TV to see if it's streaming, and it said it was streaming on Freebie. And I went, and there it was. All the seasons oh, nice. of Night Court. Wow. How many? Streaming. There, it was like six seasons. Oh, okay. Six seasons. And, and is it holding up? 
Oh God, yeah. it is. Nice. Only oh. six seasons. Yeah, I mean, the fashions with, are like a little, but like, oh sure. my God, it's a show with that much cultural relevance. Only had six seasons. You I would have guessed like eleven. You gotta yeah. remember, this is back in the days where TV shows were yeah. seasons were like 22, 26 episodes. True. I mean, and six seasons was always pretty good. Yeah. Too back then, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like actually, like the first season of it is only thirteen episodes because it was a mid-season replacement, mm-hmm. and then everything else is a full season. Um, like 22 episodes and it holds up. It, it's nice. great. Um, I then went looking. I said, I wonder what else is on freebie. Like mm. I didn't mind it because like when I'm working mm. during the day, it's something I can put on in the, in the, in the background. Something like Shark Tank. You know what I'm saying? Shark exactly. Tank. Like Shark Tank. <laughs> which can you I put it on there. the background? You've got a whiteboard to keep track of it. <laughs> Well, because you not only every have to, episode. old episodes. You only have to, oh. wait, you only have to really <laughs> pay attention for the whiteboard. You only have to really pay attention when they're starting making bids. That's right. And yeah. only for the guys that I, if the guys yeah. that I was tracking were on that episode. Mm. Wait, I what? Finished, you finished? I finished it. Oh. Yes. Who won? What did you find out? I found out <laughs> that of those two, which was Damon John, the creator of FUBU, and the uh, security guy, Robert, hmm. Robert actually, um, spent the most he spent over it was 13 seasons he spent i'm not over 12 (laughs) no he spent over 22 million Hmm. and damon spent just shy of 15 interesting none of them like i didn't even track it but none of them spent as much as mark cuban mark cuban was like like now len i would be interested to see if you could track how those investments turn out Right. You can. Yeah. If no, you, I meant if you can. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but I wouldn't mind having that information. I, I, that was going to be my next question. I do wonder what their return on investment was in regards to like 22 million spent versus however many games hey, or or written off. Like if they wrote <laughs> off any of that 22 million. Brian leaves in the chat asking, what are we talking about? That's interesting. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I remember that. I, I, freebie. Freebie. Freebie is what we're talking about. So so I said, I wonder what else is on, is on freebie. I found yeah. my favorite Martian is oh, on free, oh, yeah. <laughs> which doesn't hold up. Um, I'm not shocked. I'm not shocked at all. <laughs> There's tons of stuff on freebie, and, and it's just like it was returning home. It was That's so cool. so cool, yeah. man. So we're like, yo, I I am here for freebie. Like I'm there. I don't Sin- know if you have to sign in or not. I think Saucy said in the chat that's where he watched high school, the Tegan and Sarah show. So they are doing original programming. They oh. do have some original yeah. programming, which, oh, wow. which based on the commercials, don't look like they're saying that yeah. much. But um, just watching like the old stuff, it looks it, hmm. it's really cool. And like I like it because while it is commercials, one of the things they figured out, and I think if you have Hulu with commercials, they do this too. One, they show you how many ads it's going to be. Like oh, yeah. this is one of two, two of one of four, something like that. <laughs> and then because it's streaming, the ads are usually no longer than a minute. Mm. So you already know it's going to be less time mm. as opposed to, you know, regular network television mm. and all of these old shows, even though there are commercials, they're still uncut. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't mind the ad supported stuff lately. Like it's fine. Is anyone 30 else seconds, one thirty. A little, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Perturbed, constipated. Um, uh, Is anyone else petty for about ads? Because uh, when an ad comes on, I will turn off the sound. 
Yeah, just like just how so dare you? How da- I will not. I'm not going to listen to this. No, yeah. I don't. No, I'm not, I don't, not, I don't no. care enough. I'm like, yeah. Get out of here. Because I've most of it. my streaming stuff I get yeah. without the commercials. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I don't. So yeah. the ones. So you sit there and you're like, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me, I, give I've me had enough. I yeah, and also too like I I like I don't want to think too big of it, but like with something like who I, as in not in like I did my my part. It was more like. It's a good service that I'm getting for very little, so hmm. the ads. Fine. Yeah, yeah, that's how they make their money. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. But when it's oppressive ads or tons of like, yeah, yeah. it's annoying. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I, I, I don't downloaded, get them for around the Halloween uh, time. I downloaded a Halloween all year app where it just plays mm. horror all the time, mm. and it's uh, an ad, John. Mm. And I thought, oh, this is great, but the ad situation was way too many ads, mm. and they were all the same ads over and oh, over yeah, and over again like yeah. like one after the Hulu other does oh, that. and they were worse. and hold up I about to know they were political oh, oh yes they were political oh, ads. yeah because yeah. they, they know they so know. eventually i was just like mute done yeah. plus yeah. also right. on services like that the the ads usually are just thrown in no, like sure. they have no control no editorial control yeah. over yeah. when they sure. show up in what you're watching sure. so it's like you know somebody will be like hey let's all go to Hey, go ahead. <laughs> so, are, yeah. so are you like now, watching British TV? Are yeah. you now down the alt right pipeline because you watch yeah, nothing but yeah. political um, ads? I, uh, I only watch the quartering now. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, EVS, we're buddies. Nathan <laughs> Van Skyver, he's wonderful. Um, oh, I can't see the. There was a there was a comment I wanted to read. Um, basically, someone was in there agreeing with me about ads. Yeah, uh, um, Kevin. It was Kevin. Kevin was agreeing. Kevin says I'm with JD on the ads, and also uh, I forgot the other one. And then Christopher Goodnight. No, it's not Shutter. It's called like Halloween all year or something like that. Hmm. It's clearly Um, not that great. All right. So who didn't go? One. No, we all went. You. You. Really, nobody. What you been watching and stuff, man? Huh? Jesus Christ! (laughs) Put your own spin on. Thank you so much, Noel, for asking that Ah. question. Uh, this is a big surprise. Um, my mine is on uh, FX uh, Hulu, yeah, mm-hmm. and it's called. <laughs> uh, mine's called Fleischman is in trouble. Yeah. Okay. Now this is a eight episode limited series starring Claire Danes and the guy who always plays like a cocky dipshit on the like the Facebook Jesse movie. Eisenberg. Jesse Eisenberg mm. and. Um, um, oh, no, clearly needs a script. And um, Lizzie Kaplan from shut, oh. your, shut your fucking mouth. She was in Masters of Sex. She was on Party Down. Yeah. She was in New Girl. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's uh, great. She, she was in great. Cloverfield. Yeah. She was in Cloverfield. Oh, yeah? oh, I think she's wonderful. Uh, the, the two women of this show, mm. Claire Danes and yeah, hundred percent love mm. them. I was a little nervous about Eisenberg. Jesse Eisenberg. Mm. I do not like him as an actor. Um, he's very oh. good at playing a piece of shit. Okay. Um, and I guess maybe he's too good. So now I just don't. You like think he's a piece of shit? Yeah. Um, but so basically, it's based on a novel. It was written by uh, a journalist, and it is delightful. It is very, very good. Basically, uh, this guy Fleischman, he is a um, doctor, and he wakes up one morning, and his wife is gone, and has uh, disappeared. And left him with the children, yeah. and he can't get in touch with her. Has no idea where she is, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. Um, and basically, it's just eight episodes of him trying to deal with that. Meanwhile, reaching out to old friends from college and reconnecting with them, and sort of like reigniting his life a little huh. bit. But then also, we eventually find out what happened to Claire Danes, mm. who, dis- who was the wife who disappeared. 
Lizzie Kaplan plays the best one, his best friend. And then, oh, it's also got Adam Brody, who I think is totally Oh, yeah, he's, he's great. great. Yeah. Um, he's not given a lot to do in this one, but um, it's just a oh, really- Oh, is he the husband of nope. somebody? No, he's another friend. He's a friend. Oh, it's okay. Just, yeah, it's like uh, Jesse Eisenberg, Lizzie- Liz, Lizzie? Liz, Lizzie. Lizzie Kaplan. Yeah, yeah. And um, Adam Brody are like three friends, um, and Claire Danes is his mm. wife. Okay. Um, and it's very, very good. Mm. Watched the first episode the other night. It's fantastic. Yeah. It gets better yeah. as it goes. Yeah. Huh. Cool. Um, Are yeah. all the episodes out? Yes. yes. Cool. Hmm. Yep. You can Binge check it. them all out right now on FX Hulu. Um, so yeah, I recommend you do that. Oh, the interesting thing about it is Jesse Eisenberg. I'm used to her, him paying, playing a dipshit. Yeah. And Claire Danes is always playing the adorable one. Mm -hmm. And hmm. so they have flip flopped. Oh. So she is kind of an asshole, and yeah. he's the like all shucksy kind of nice guy. And now I, you hate Claire Danes. I actually I, I associate <laughs> Claire Danes now more with Homeland. Yeah, and so there's nothing not, adorable about it. There's nothing adorable. Yeah. yeah. Also, side note, Claire Danes, I am so impressed with her ability to tap into the ugly cry in such a way. I have never seen mm. Again. an actor ugly cry so mm. good. <laughs> Again, Homeland. Yeah. Like full seasons of her just yes. sobbing yeah. in a, mm -hmm. a padded room. Yeah. Dane Z says, Jesse Eisenberg is not my Lex Luthor for sure. No. Uh, we don't... for good night, so it's worth going back to? Yes. If we're talking about Fleischman is in trouble, yes. Uh, we don't really talk about those movies anyway. You're fine. Yeah, they didn't, uh, they, they're done. Um, all right, so we did that. We're done. done. Congrats to us. Yay, us. Well done. Specifically you. You're Thank cool. you. Um, all right. So we're going to... Oh, Christmas movies. You were fine too. Christmas movies all year. Um, let's do the thing that we're here to do. Okay. Which is... Oh, good. Friendship. Yeah. Let's do, the, let's do the friendship. We're here for friendship. I've been doing it. All right. So uh, I'll reiterate the rules like last time. If you guys didn't see our uh, previous episodes about the top five DC and Marvel events, maybe... Top five. Maybe if you are interested, you go back in the feed and check those two yeah. out. I think it's episode seven or six and seven. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, either way. Uh, no. Uh, Christopher Sant no. I'm Hashtag not gonna... restore the Snyderverse. No, no, you don't want to do that? No, I, I'd love to set it on fire if I could. Um, but DC, WBD already did that. <laughs> um, uh, so what we're going to do is everyone provided me their top five combined lists. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was a top 20 based off of the selections we made previously. Yes. Um, everyone provided me their lists. Only me, only I've seen them. And what I did was I put them all uh, five down together. We will go to each person. They will tell me what their number five, four, three, two, one is. And we will not talk about that selection until it's been mentioned as many times as it's going to be mentioned today. Mm. When it's in its top spot. When it's in its top spot. When it's mm. in its nice. utmost top spot. And we are nice. going to... Kick out of the gate with a a, a discussion. Oh, great! Ooh, so we start. Wait, wait. What? What's the? The order is alphabetical. I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll tell you when to go. Yeah. Uh, so Brian, what's your hey. number five? And talk about it. My number five is Annihilation, um, which I've been doing some thinking about. And I really think I conflate with Annihilation Conquest. You also, do, and that's on the list. Later. I just think about it. that's good. Um, cause I just kind of, kind of think about them as, uh, one thing, but I, uh, I love Annihilation. It was the introduction <laughs> of the modern, um, Marvel cosmic mm -hmm. stuff, you know, yeah, event stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, 
laughing at me just saying I love Annihilation. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. I was laughing at that because Terry laughed at that. I'm like a whimsical supervillain. <laughs> right. Uh, no, I love Annihilation, oh, the I series. You meant, like, sexually. What? <laughs> What's that? Being annihilated. <laughs> yeah. In a sexual way. Uh, yeah, you can only do that once. Annihilated. Being erect as a bottom. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know about that. I mean, right. now you do. Not I'll enough. See you later. I don't know he enough about he it. He didn't know the terminology <laughs> for it. Is that what he's saying? He knew Continue. way about right. it. Continue. So. You'll never look at the comic book again. <laughs> I miss those pages. <laughs> yeah, so like modern easy, Marvel yeah. cosmic. Yeah. Marvel has such a great cosmic roster right and here we're like 90 percent of them in one place um i just loved it and it kicked off a lot of cool stuff you got the modern guardians of the galaxy mm-hmm. in i'm gonna fight back no 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 i mean not that they appeared in that but like what that started led to annihilation conquest that led to the other ones and eventually gave us guardians of the galaxy you know, i would kind of assume thing. yeah to back you up here that Thank you. the only reason we have guardians of the galaxy the film yeah series is because of Annihilation and Annihilation Conquest. Conquest. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They definitely that's what I that's what I push back on. Like it's it's Annihilation Conquest that kind of like Annihilation absolutely introduces all of like the modern versions of Mm -hmm. some of the characters and just kind of like honestly it proves the popularity of cosmic and modern cosmic. So it is absolutely but Annihilation Conquest when Abnett and Lanning actually did have control. Sure. That's when rocket became a main character and right, right, like right. that was yeah, like, yeah yeah that was like you know the the creation of rock and roll and then there's elvis you know like or the sure. Beatles. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. It, it was like yes it was the first but like right really started to see and peter quill even still has the like cybernetic eye yeah which i thought was very cool huh. and then yeah he was like a he was a much grittier character his status than... quo was really weird right before annihilation yeah. so it's like cybernetic eye and weird yeah. things and huh. dark hair yeah he <laughs> yeah. wasn't much yeah. of a character he was a... yeah yeah um so annihilation number five number five brian jd me. What's your number five? Uh, Civil War. Hmm. Done. Oh. Len. Yes. <laughs> it was fun while lasting. What's your number five and talk about it? Oh. My number five is Flashpoint. Oh. And I'm going to talk about it because even though I know people shit on Flashpoint because, you know, it didn't, it didn't matter because of whatever, 52 and Everything all Everything matters other, now. I love Flashpoint <laughs> because it was just a fun, dumb, what else you know, or what if type of story. Elseworlds, you might even say. Yeah, you know, um, it you was might. the first cool thing to me that had been done with Barry Allen's Flash in a long time. Okay, yeah. Um, he had only been a, he had only been alive for a year at that yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he, even before that. <laughs> even before that. It was trust me. Trust me. That's why we didn't miss him. Yeah. The best thing we he ever did him. was die. The yeah. best thing he ever no. If, the best thing he ever did was symbiote venom is the we. Yes. No. <laughs> Barry Allen, the best thing Barry Allen ever did was marry Iris. The second best thing he ever did was die. That was it. The you third best was Flashpoint. I think. Oh, I, think, I am one hundred percent. I think right. the Iris thing was for him, but for the readers, yeah, died. The, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Well, Iris brings Wally into the fold. That's true. <laughs> See, there you go. 
But they digress. Flashpoint (laughs) is super fun. It um, you've got you've got Thomas Wayne as Batman as a real Batman and not just a guy who dressed up as in a Batman suit at a costume party as he was for years in Silver Age Batman. I know what you're referencing. Um, So do I. But he's also a guy in a costume. It's not like he. No, he's not a real Batman. Yeah, but he but he wasn't Batman. Yeah, yeah. he wasn't acting as Batman. He was just a guy in a costume that stopped criminals coming into a party. Oh, I see what you're saying. Right, like one time. I got you. Boy, that's a deep cut. And he's got the red. Well, I'm older. I always thought the red oval subcutaneous. Uh, I always thought the red oval was a cool nod to the earliest uh, Bob Kane Batman designs. Oh. Which are not that great, but and oh, because he yeah. because the early Bob Kane had the red suit because it was all red. I don't know if it was intentional. Actually, I'm sure it actually, wasn't. So it was just a cool I, color choice. One hundred percent. My least favorite thing on Batman's costume, just in general, like on, on the Flashpoint Batman costume. Hold hold on, just just uh, Batman. Okay, right? is the Kelly Jones. You like those? Stupid, I fucking hate them. Those are like, stupid. The spikes, the spikes, shoulder pads. However. On Thomas Wayne, they're kind of dope. Oh. Yeah, they, because they match his aesthetic. He's beefy, right, right. and it's just like, it, it, and they're not like weird curlies. Like, yeah, they look like, like more like you know, like spiked shoulder pads. On, yeah, they're on cool. Yeah, they're cool. It, the character design. Speaking about so that, the character designs in there. Um, some of just the side stories that either you care about them or you don't. You know, um, the whole idea of that Martha Wayne it becomes a Joker it was kind of dope. Cool. Um, the, cool. the 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 Themyscira, uh uh, Atlantis uh, War. I liked that in theory more than I liked re- the, the the war no, part wasn't true, that great. True. Yeah, but but, See, but I didn't go down a rabbit cool. hole. Yeah. But mm. just in that meaty, just mm. the series itself, yeah. it worked. It was good, and it then spawned one of the better uh, DC animated oh, that was um, great. films that as well. So you know, I Flashpoint. like. I think Flashpoint is an awesome five issue thing. Mm-hmm. Everything else around it, it just it. Almost all of it didn't hold water for me, so I don't ever really consider it top tier. That's why I don't read it, why I didn't buy the omnibus and all that type of stuff. Yeah, like like literally just that one three issue miniseries of Thomas Wayne. Thomas Wayne. Yeah, Yeah, it was just three. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Just that that one three issue miniseries (laughs) is literally the only other thing that you you could bother read. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Although. Flashpoint Beyond was also dope. I just oh. read it last month. Yeah, oh, cool, I haven't right? read that yet. It's really yeah, good. Yeah, I got to really really check good. it out. It's oh, super good. There was something in there that I know was a nod to early comic history. The uh, Captain Marvel, I think it was, or Shazam, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the original ideas with us that there would be a team, each having an oh, individual yeah, yeah. power that of Shazam um, back in the early creation of Captain Marvel. And they did... Something inspired by that, yeah, in, in yeah, Flashpoint, gotcha. which yeah. I think has led to it being in the movies and regular continuity now too. No, and and yeah. the uh, the Flashpoint was when they they started um trying like pushing the idea that Cyborg was a founding member of the Justice League, the Justice League, and it's like he was he was like the premier Titan. Just let it go. Leave him a kid. Was yeah. the button tied into Flashpoint? No, the button was no, tied was into Doomsday. Yeah. yeah. However, Terry, so for anyone who, can people hear you? A little. Okay, whoever whoever didn't hear Terry, Terry, uh, producer Terry's asking, was the button tied into Flashpoint? And I say yes, mm-hmm. uh, because um, Flashpoint happened, and then the button happened, and then Doomsday Clock, and then Flashpoint Beyond, which is also tied into Doomsday Clock and the button, so yes. Hmm. Rebirth happened in between. Yeah. There the was two, some Thomas yeah. Wayne stuff in the button, wasn't there? No. No? 
Okay. That? I thought Wait, there was no, yes, some... yes, yes, yeah, yeah. yes, 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 yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah, cool. Yeah. All right. All right. My number five is Civil War. Moving on. No talk. Brian. Yes. What's your number four? My number four is Infinite Crisis. <gasps> JD McGillicuddy. Ah, what is your number four? I'll tell you. It's Blackest Night. Oh. Zip zap. Zip zap. We're not talking about it yet. Len. Yes. My favorite person. Wow. What's your number four? Like My Dorothy. number four is Secret Invasion. My number four is also Secret Invasion. Let's talk about it. You go, because I've been talking. Um, uh, see, huh? Can we all talk about it or just you? Two? Well, I mean, we'll start the conversation. No, this means that this was yeah. the conversation. This is now piece. we can talk about uh, Secret Invasion. Oh, I see what you're doing there. I'm Secret, sorry. So inversely uh, from Flashpoint, mm -hmm. I think the strength of Secret Invasion was almost everything else around it that just beefed it up. Yeah. Because it mm. did touch everything in the Marvel Universe in yeah. like positive and really fun mm. ways. Yeah. Um, the main event was hard month to month because they intentionally sidelined all of the main characters. Mm. Intentionally. Mm-hmm. Um, but in co Collected, it reads so, so well. Um, I love this event. I, 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 mm. I remember... I remember going to like, I guess hearing this was like the early days of the internet, the yeah. early days of talking boards, um, talkbacks and shit. Uh, I remember hearing that new Avengers 32 was going to be a big deal. Yeah. Uh, everyone needs to get new Avengers 32. Don't spoil new Avengers 32. Go get there. So I left for work early that day, sat in the parking lot of the, uh, no, I left from work early, like lunch early that day because the, the comic shop didn't open till 11. Sat in the parking lot for like 15 minutes before they opened. Go got it, read it in the car. And it's the issue where Electra gets killed and yeah. turns into a scroll. Yeah. Right. Wow. Since then, I was like eating every piece. And then like the uh, Illuminati yeah. issues started Illuminati coming out. Awesome. The first issue, like where they, they Cliff Chung. Mm hmm. But, was that the beginning of the Illuminati? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was the first cool. time. It is, it is yeah. it, as much as the event is like maybe a B plus yeah. or B minus or B even, yeah. everything around it was like Marvel Comics A plus plus plus. It was a, it's, it's mm. my favorite era of the Avengers mm. and right in the middle of it is Secret Invasion. I will say in hindsight, I do think it could have pushed things a little bit further than they wound up doing. Mm -hmm. uh, of course. There was a lot of promise and a lot of mm -hmm. mystery, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and, of, and of course that's just how we interact. It's like, oh, maybe this is a, ooh, what if this guy's a scroll? Right. What if that right. guy's a scroll? What if yeah. Spider-Man's been a scroll the whole time? Yeah. That's a good way for them to finally get rid of the, the marriage that they hate so much with, with him mm -hmm. and Mary Jane. Yeah, yeah. If, oh, he was a scroll. Yeah. None of that happened. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you know, it wasn't, I think it could have been pushed and had bigger ramifications, but they, I think they were a little weak willed on it. Maybe, um, maybe it a little fun, maybe a little gun shy, but you also don't want to, when you start playing around with that stuff too yeah. much, then you invite a whole lot of pushback yeah. and people like, you know, dropping off. I mean, Clone Saga. I was going to say, Spider Man like, wasn't Spider Man. They learned, they learned <laughs> yeah. lessons from Clone Saga and didn't go super hard, yeah. right. but went hard right. enough. So, like, the main the main ones uh, that were revealed, sorry, I was spoiling a 20 year old comic book, the main ones being uh, Jessica Drew mm -hmm. and Hank Pym. Yeah. Premier right. characters that weren't really getting much done. But they still kept the slap. 
Yeah. yeah. The Hank Pym slap. Yeah. Where he, where he still, he still beat uh, his lady. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Jarvis was a scroll too. Oh, that's right. Oh, and Dum Dum Dugan and that's right, Dum Dum. Yeah, if you need to reread this, it was actually I re- really. Fun. I re- that's what I enjoyed about it because to me, for the first time, because it wasn't Marvel's first big event, no. right? No, but no. it was the first one to me that felt like DC's Crisis on Infinite mm. Earths, in that it felt actually very well planned out, mm. oh, and okay. the way that it yeah. did touch everything mm. actually was you know, made a difference, yeah. you know, and that's why it really rung out to me. I yeah, enjoyed he, it. Well, I mean, it's, that's the, uh, the beauty of long-term contracts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He was allowed to seed it for like seven years, mm-hmm. yeah. f- six or seven that's years. Such eh? a good time at Marvel. It really was. Yeah. yeah. Um, Chris says, uh, he fell off at that because he had no job and couldn't read it. That's so, uh, spoiler alert. Yeah. Go back. Sorry. Hopefully you, uh, uh hey, I, first you, you should know by now. And, um, uh, Terry yeah. says, Jessica Hoomst. Uh, Jessica Drew. Spider Woman. Spider Woman. Yeah. I said Jessica. Who? Yeah. Runs with Drew. Drew. Um, I said, hey, Brian, yeah. can you fill that moment on that one? You guys are so funny. Who uh, runs with Drew? Any, oh. anything, yeah. anything to add on uh, Secret Invasion? You're the only one that didn't say anything. Do you, uh, hate, it? Do you hate comics? No, <laughs> I don't hate them. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, now. Did you read it? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hmm. I. I thought it was fine, right? Like I enjoyed it at the time. I was a little disappointed that there wasn't more uh, Super Scroll type stuff with right. the other characters. Oh, I think we talked about. And that I was later. only disappointed because something about their marketing led me to believe that that was going right. to Wait, happen. There were no, it happened. Super Scrolls. It it happened, but it was quick. And yeah, it didn't he would have really... wanted more. Yeah, yeah. More of it played out. Um, there was even a thing with Captain Marvel, wasn't there? They, yes. were, they were teasing that Captain yes. Marvel was going to come back and but he was yeah. one issue. But he was a sleeper. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. they every so often have to release cool. a book that has good. Captain Marvel in the title yeah. <laughs> for their copyright uh, maintenance. Oh, right. Yeah. And I think that was part of it. I think there was a miniseries. I don't know. But when you were talking about everything that goes around it, mm-hmm. um, Illuminati was awesome. Yeah. There, I think Avengers were graded around that time. Yeah, yeah. good Avenging. Uh, so yeah, yeah, <laughs> they, they, they well. did not let anything lie. Also, yeah, Nobody got away. Also, yeah. it was it was during it was still the aftermath of Civil War. Yeah. So you had oh, you had right. a dead oh, Captain, Secret you Avengers. You had a dead yeah. Steve Rogers. You had two Avengers teams, one sanctioned, one Thor unsanctioned. Thor, yeah, Thor Ragnarok, was dead. Right? Yeah, yeah, because just uh, what was Spider Man up to at that time? I'm he asking. was. Oh, oh was, right, he was. Yeah, it was actually. I think it's post. Brand new day, like he was oh, just was he oh, was just right? underground, okay. like oh, yeah. Fantastic Four, what do they do? I was trying to place it in uh, where they kind of well, um, yeah. they're there because um, that's when his Alicia uh, Alicia is Masters. Yeah, oh, it's revealed as a squirrel. As, as a squirrel, and um, and they that's two times for they reveal during one of the Illuminati or no no one of the Avengers issues that they abducted Reed and right tortured him for information on how to yeah. oh man right. this book is great i gotta go back and reread that omnibus um uh kevin is in the chat saying best marvel event ever i i don't disagree like of all of like it it always pops to mind i, I wouldn't be i wouldn't be mad it's not my it's not my number one marvel but it's, uh, we are halfway through the list let's go let's, let's do go. it number three brian what is your number three what is my number three it is infinity gauntlet jd hey. yeah What's your number three? <gasps> oh, I'll tell you, it's Infinite Crisis. Len, oh. what's your number three? And let's talk about it. 
Oh, okay. Uh, my number three is House of M. Huh? And uh, it really is number three because I just love that they did something with Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Like I, I've, I've been a huge Scarlet Witch fan for a, a long time, more so than her look as opposed to anything really done editorially mm-hmm. with her. Um, but they actually made her mad, matter and I wasn't mad at it. Um, and I liked it. Mad matter. You know what I mean? And it, and it was really the first X-Men event for me um, because some of the bigger things like that happened in my the early days of Avengers didn't feel like events because they weren't like you know line wide events. This was the line wide X Men event that was like, oh, this is kind of cool, and it's like, oh, hmm. she she's just like murking, she's like murking mutants. Oh my god! And so it was dope. It was like dumb fun. I enjoyed it. We were talking about this earlier today mm-hmm. because uh, the omnibus for House just of M just came out Wednesday yesterday, and I like for today. the first time, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Really? yeah, so I, it's a weird event in that it did, it was line wide, but I argue that every single one of the tie in issues don't matter. Well, I'm sure it's, it's Age of X. It, essentially, yes, it, it follows it's, the Age of X format. So if anyone who didn't read House of M uh, or Age of X, basically <laughs> um, every all the books stopped. They put out uh, a main miniseries. And then there were a bunch of other miniseries that took place within this new reality that Scarlet Witch had created, hmm. which we call the House of M. Yeah, so it's the Hulk book, but it's the House of M Hulk version. Yeah, that's uh, cool. Fantastic, it's et cetera. Yeah. So it's, yes, these. It's what would Spider-Man be doing in yeah. this new reality? But what happens in those four issues or five issues... Don't matter. Don't matter to the main eight-issue story because it's a through line. Yeah. Like, they'll pop in and out, but the the plot that happens in the miniseries don't matter in the main event so it's, you don't it's a lose very, a thread it's a very yeah you don't need or use the thread whereas yeah. like events like king in black or absolute carnage or shit yeah. that happens in those side books affects the main event like right. the main mm-hmm. book so mm-hmm. it's like those i want in chronological order but like get that omnibus but when but when uh when <laughs> the the venom one yeah it's good yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a Venom one, and then there's the... the I, but King, King of Black. Black is in the Venom one in chronological order, so oh. it's... Yeah. What the hell are they both the same size? It doesn't matter. What okay, say with us, guys. Um, anyway. Sorry. So when, they, when they're mapping omnibuses of events, I would prefer it to be in chronological order. But with a book like House of M, that means I would read House of M issues one through three, and then 900 pages right. of miniseries know, right, that don't right. matter. So it's That's like, I, I get it. You know, yeah. I, I don't, I don't. Yeah, I wouldn't need yeah. that. I, <laughs> I, whereas, oh, uh, the Flashpoint omnibus but, is in chronological order because a lot of those miniseries, like hmm. the Aquaman one, it actually matters to what's happening in issue three of Flashpoint. Yeah, it makes but sense. I don't need it. No, no, yeah. <laughs> We're just talking about the mapping. No, no, I got you. And there's a case to be made tones. that a really successful event is one where you can just read, read the, the event book. and the other things are cool, maybe even give you backstory on influential events in, within the event, but you don't need to read them. Yeah. Like, I remember um, Dark Death Metal, Dark, the second of the two. Dark Knight's Death Metal. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, there was like the the one with Owlman was phenomenal. Had to you had to have the other thing take place for that Owlman mini to make sense or a single issue to make sense. But if you never read that, you wouldn't even know that you never read it from the yeah. series. You know? uh, well, um, actually, like my least favorite example is from Death Metal Two, where 
in the main book that like within one panel, they convince Superboy Prime to not be a bad guy anymore. Yeah. Hmm. But that entire conversation right, and struggle happened else. in yeah, some yeah. side book that yeah. had a weird title. Mm-hmm. And every other issue yeah. was just every yeah. other like side issue was just like an anthology book. Yeah. So there are some where it's like this should be chronological. Yeah. And others where so like that makes sense. So really what it comes down to is DC Marvel. If you'd like us to map your large omnibuses, it's fine. I'll yeah. take care of that for you. No, it's fine. Um, uh, Kevin, the, Kevin says, oh. feels like the side books that matter to the main are few and far between. Is that yeah. good or bad, though? Uh, I mean, that's that's publishing. Depends on how they do it, right? <laughs> I like a little one, bit of both. Yeah. I like yeah. the ones I can skip, but then also like, ooh, gotta get this one. Like Thomas Wayne, like all yes. that story, it mattered a great deal, but if you didn't read it, you, you were fine. You were fine. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I thought was really cool about House of M was what if Spider-Man hadn't had to give up being celebrity spider-man mm. or chosen to give it up right i always thought that's a cool angle on spider-man a what ifs kind of story yeah. it isn't really done very often um so i really enjoyed them playing around with that i mean there was an actual what if that was that what if uncle ben never died i said it wasn't done that often <laughs> also <laughs> It was like one of the first ever. ever was it really? Yeah. What yes. if Uncle Ben never done? No, yeah. I, I did not. It's like basically Spider-Man on the on the covers, like him talking to Johnny Carson. Yeah. He's got a cape on, but like the Spider-Man outfit. Oh, is that right? And yeah. He just, yeah. Uncle Ben doesn't die, so then he stays. Right. He has um, no reason. Uh, celebrity. Yeah. 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 That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, my number five. Ha! <laughs> Terry says, and next topic. My <laughs> number five. Uh, yeah, Secret Invasion Black Panther was the. My number three. There you go. I said three. You didn't hear three? No, I said three. I heard five. I'm trying to gaslight you. I said go three. to the tape. Number three. Yeah, you've been taping this too, right? Um, <laughs> Previously on. My number three uh, <laughs> is Annihilation Conquest. There's nothing new to add. I think that this is a top tier, far mm. superior mm. event to Annihilation, even though I kind of enjoyed Annihilation. Uh, it is the birth of uh, uh, Guardians. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Abnett and Landing at the peak of their power. Oh, yeah. It leads into uh, the 30-issue uh, Guardians of the Galaxy series that inspired mm. everything else. Like, it is an amazing two years worth of comics. Cool. Annihilation Conquest. And I, I, I've I, argued this online before. I, I literally read Annihilation and I like Shin Conquest omnibuses mm-hmm. back to back. You don't even need to read Annihilation. I can believe that, yeah. It, it literally, I like... Will. He, you could. I'm no, glad that you are. Well, it's because I asked that question last time because yeah. you were talking about Annihilation, but yeah. then you were so hype about Annihilation Conquest that I was like, do I yeah. have to read Annihilation? Yeah. You like you that? literally can just like jump, jump into Annihilation Conquest. Because the, the is, first the first issue of Annihilation Conquest in the omnibus, like that that prime issue, the zero issue. Yeah. They just like recap what they all just went through and how they're yeah. building new armies. And they like, also, oh, okay, let's Annihilation yeah. is called Annihilation because Analys is bringing the Annihilation wave. Mm-hmm. Annihilus. 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 You call him Annihilus? Yes, yeah. I do. <laughs> I noticed. Yes. And I called it out. You did. Tell uh, us more about Annihilus. So anyway, Annihilus is, uh, he's bringing the it's Annihilation wave. Right? Are, yes. Wait, wouldn't it be Annihilus. the Annihilation wave then? Did you say Magento? I said 
Magneto for years <laughs> because he has the power of magnetism <laughs> until the cartoon. Oh, no, not magnetism, magnets. just powers of magnets. magnets. <laughs> like, look, guys, I got these magnets. Just oh, magnets. Cool. <laughs> it's like, we know they're in your gloves. No one cares. It's just really good at confusing the yeah. like, posse. Put your hand by magnets. Are they confused cut, by so. magnets? Yeah, they're the whole lyric oh. in there sounding like magnets. How, How do, the they, work? do they work? <laughs> not a bad question. Um, <laughs> uh, what we're we talking about? <laughs> All right. It was called that because yeah. he was the main villain. Annihilation Conquest is called that because it is the sequel to Annihilation. Oh, I see. Like, there's, and it's, I mean, I shouldn't even say sequel because it needed the same trade dress as Annihilation to attract an audience, you know, it's and it was even... in the. Oh, no, I don't think there's anything involved. They're just, just like, let's do another story with our cosmic the characters. Car the carryover yeah. characters, but like, uh, the villains are fa are top tier, fantastic. Yeah, phalanx, right? The phalanx, but yeah. led by Ultron. Remember. Ultron is oh, the main right. bad guy of this oh, fucking book, and nobody awesome. remembers that. Yeah, literally the cover of it is just like Ultron on a throne, all dope. Cosmic Ultron. The book yeah. is phenomenal. It's cool. Absolutely Let me ask phenomenal. You, I've never read this, right? Right. I learned it. Was that what you wanted to ask? Let me, have I ever read it? <laughs> Let me know. Thank you. Moving on. <laughs> Number two. What was your question? No, my, my question was, um, like, how's the artwork in it? Good. Uh, wait, hang on. Uh, there's no deep valley, but it does jump up and down because the way that the event is structured, it's like three minis. minis sure. yeah. And then a six issue main. The six issue main, I think, is Paul Pelletier. And it's very, oh. it's very good. It's solid. It's solid comic booking, right? Yeah. Like there's no muddiness. It's not like the greatest, but the story it's is like clear and it's well mm. done. Um, some of the, the minis are hit or miss. I think one or two of the minis are Keith Giffen doing okay. layouts and they're great. Another, a couple of them are, uh, they're more cartoonish. I think mm. the rocket one is like very cartoonish. Makes sense. And it, Reading it in the in, in the omnibus, it's a little jarring, but you kind of get into it. Also, what's cool about it is they don't jump back and forth in the minis. It's just the four issues, the four issues, the four issues, and it keeps building. It doesn't. It's like one big story as opposed to one big wave. Hmm. So should I get the wave or should I just get? The I get the Omni. I think it's fun. Yeah, the side books also, are really cool, and like the Star Lord yeah, one is all really of them cool. Are good. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, and the even the, the the paperbacks though, it doesn't come alone. There's like no just annihilation conquest paperback. <laughs> it comes alone all the time. <laughs> See your fucking face. Um it it there's Jay's annihilation conquest. Right annihilation conquest is two <laughs> two thick trade paperbacks or one omnibus. Like there's no just like six issue okay. Okay. paperbacks. So you might as well get the army. Moving on. <laughs> Before you explode. Uh, Brian. Hey. Oh, what? What's your number two? Just on the ad, Lynn. Go ahead. What's your number two? My number two is Blackest Night. Oh. And I waffled. J.D. Oh, wait. It's not about it. It's oh, just yeah. like, man, I went back and forth about that being number one. For a while, I, I yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I had trouble with my one and two, and it's yeah. different from when we just did DC. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Um, JD, what is your number two? And talk about it. Did I say my number three, Infinite Crisis. Yeah, dude. yes, you did. Cool. You did. We said it at the well, same I'll tell time. You, it's Infinity Gauntlet. Oh, gauntlet. gauntlet! Get the I'm gloves. Going down to Gauntlet. The stony glove. Infinity style. The jemmy glove. 
Talk about it. Oh, yeah, you talk, talk about it. Oh, well, Jesus a, Christ, a, my dude. It's a, it's a, it's a, well, it's an event. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's from Marvel Comics. Mm. It, uh, what is it was, that? Comics. It, it was, uh, what? <laughs> Go on. It was great. Uh, it, uh, was it the first Marvel event that I read? Probably. Yeah. No, I read mm. Secret Wars. But mm. it was the first one that felt like meaty and juicy. Mm. And did like, you read Secret Wars when it was coming out or did you get it later? And Infinity Gauntlet was like when it was hitting the shop. Yes. Okay, yeah. Um, but yeah, and I, I talked about this last time. The fact that it was uh, a main character, a, a, a antagonist who is in love. And he's doing all of this for the love mm. of a woman who just keeps turning him down and giving him the cold bony shoulder. Mm. And he's like, I'll, I will, I will win this woman over who is the personification of death. And I will get all of the infinity gems. You know, the story you've seen the movie. We've all lived this life. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, mm. Yeah. How many times <laughs> have I gotten all six infinity gems to sure. wipe out half of humanity? And she still is like, nah, dog, um, <laughs> cold boners. Yes, Terry. Um, again, she gave him the cold boners. Um, but yeah, it's just the, the art is great. What rails? Jim Starlin um, doing the art? No, no, no. It starts off with Perez and then yeah. it ends with Ron Lim. Cool. I to this okay. day, I wish yeah. George Perez had finished oh, of that course. book. So does he? Yeah. Uh, Ron <laughs> Lim is fine. Yeah, he's yeah. like a Paul Pelletier. Yeah, uh, competent. Or, or well a, done. Who did I say? Jerry Ordway. Like mm. it's good comic booking, yeah. but yeah. like. Man, uh, yeah, following Perez, it's like sure, and they yeah. hadn't yet started to think about like, what if somebody was reading all these in a collected edition? Thirty years, <laughs> that from would, right? Yeah. yeah, 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 because this is before collected editions were a big thing. When, yeah. you know, trade paperbacks were sure. nary a, a thought. So, um, yeah, it's just it's super fun all the way through. The art's wonderful. It's brutal at times. I was surprised as a kid reading it mm. how brutal mm. some of the deaths were. Yeah, uh, mm. I felt yeah. them because I'd never seen my favorite heroes dispatched in such a gruesome right, way right. and seemingly permanent um but for like a couple pages um <laughs> but i just remember really being emotionally invested in what was happening at the time and it has stuck with me ever since how long does it take when half of the universe is is snapped away yeah do you remember how much comic pages it took for them to come back Oh. It was a different issue. Well, yeah. yeah. Was it was it the next issue or was there like an issue with without them? There was an issue without them because yeah. there was all that shit with uh, Nebula and stuff yeah. in between. Oh, yeah. You also put this on your list. I did indeed. Anything you want to add? Um, no, I mean, nope. Cosmic. <laughs> Moving on. Cosmic. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> oh, see, now, oh, do you know what? If yeah. I may, I'm so sorry. You Bounds? were talking earlier about yeah. Marvel Cosmic, yeah, yeah. and my in, initial reaction in my brain is always, right. "Don't care." You don't do care so. about yeah, Marvel. Yeah. You, you, you hear me? Yeah. In my brain, say that. Um, but this freaky. was the first time that I was like, <laughs> "Yeah." I had never met Nebula before. I'd never mm -hmm. met Silver Surfer, mm -hmm. Pip. Uh, really, this was yeah. your exposure to Silver Surfer? Yeah. Wow. I've never seen okay. Them. I mean, I've seen them, but sure, I, sure, I've sure. never read a story with them in it. Right. Right. Um, was Adam Adam Warlock? Was Adam Warlock was absolute. And oh, he was, he was around. around. This was my first yeah. Adam Warlock. Yeah, oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. So like, I think it was probably mine too. The, yeah, the '80s Marvel cosmic. This was my introduction yeah. to. And yeah. it, and it's so early and and so beloved by you, but it didn't translate into long lasting no, cosmic. Think it would be, but no. So I really love Adam Warlock. Uh, he is a character actually that predates even being called Adam Warlock. He's like real him. early. Him, him, yeah. I think maybe even pre like superhero renaissance in marvel i forget but um nah, is that no is that he not that far? early yeah. okay so but anyway i love him i always thought he was really cool the concept of six gems that control aspects of existence and when combined give you omnipotence 
very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so that got me right away, right? Yeah. And uh, also interesting, this is the Infinity Gauntlet. What often gets uh, left by the wayside is that this was just Thanos' glove. Yes. Right. That yeah. he put yeah. the Infinity Gems in. Yeah. And then is now like he lost track of it and it's got the gems now you know it's got the gems yeah it's got the gems and uh so it's yeah. truly outrageous it is <laughs> um so it's great great so choice. i used to love that cartoon the i don't know what you guys so are talking cool. about len gem uh, what's your number two and let's talk about it oh. my number two is civil war and <laughs> And uh, Civil War was just fun because it's what everyone always wanted to do. It was superheroes versus superheroes. Oh, that's true. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's what Who you would want. win in a fight. Yeah, yeah. you know, and, and it was within the universe, and it had it had stakes, um, and you really could be on either side, depending yes. on who wrote the issue. Yeah, you know I, what I mean? I, I was going to say, saw like, both when point of views. Yeah. When it's just yeah. verses, oh, you get something like AVX, which is right. like yeah, yeah. fine, but when the central conceit is like ponderous and yeah. like, ah, I can see it, yeah, then my it has feel- more lasting power, for sure. My 100%. feeling I remember at the time was <clears throat> from our world looking in, I'm <clears throat> absolutely on Steve Rogers' side. I know Peter Parker's a good guy, I know Steve doesn't make mistakes that often, you know, mm-hmm. all that stuff. If I lived in that world, absolutely Tony Stark. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. People walking around shooting beams out of their eyes. I don't want anything bad to happen to them. But I also am worried that somebody's going to shoot beams out of their eyes at me mm-hmm. without any, you know, without any uh, any warning. They were yeah. both They at were both right. Just say, hey, I'm going to shoot beams out of my eyes at you. Yeah. And then I get hit with the beams. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. They were both and right. And, <laughs> and also, my, in regards to stakes and ramifications, like, for five years in Marvel Comics, this... This, this was the status quo. Yeah. The status quo yeah. was changed. Yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah. And that's what you asked for from all these events. Mm-hmm. You know, you know that the, the changes aren't going to last forever. Right. But you want them to at least... Stick around for yeah. a while, so feel like you know you didn't waste your money mm-hmm. and your time mm-hmm. be you know uh, invested in that project, and that's what I loved about it. I loved the art, uh, Steve Steve McNiven, and they stuck with them. Yeah, and they stuck with them despite Fucking delays. They still because stuck they, because with them, yeah. they learned the lesson. Yeah. By now, you know they knew it would sell only if you really got that superstar artist, I, and they mm-hmm. did it from and beginning to end. That is. Mark Miller. Yep. Because he had enough clout to just That's be like, true. no, F you. He did it with Hitch on Ultimates and he did it with uh McNiven. with McNiven on, on Civil War. He's just like, no. Like, yeah. yeah. And they I remember like they even came out with like side and sub issues and yeah. like that mm-hmm. whole choosing sides miniseries. It's like just kinda happened because they knew there was gonna be breaks. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Now yeah. I have a question for you guys with what I was talking about earlier, or what you were talking about, you could be on either side. To even further that, did you have to, you didn't have to register if you just had abilities, right? Just if yeah. you wanted to be yeah. a vigilante. No, you no. had to register no. like you had abilities. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's a little more of a gray area, but and, and exactly yeah, because yeah, that yeah. Was, because that that's was the, the sticking point. That was yeah. the sure. sticking point right, about right. it. Because you know, like, yo, this is still my life, my right, privacy. Right, right. You know what I mean? Because if you're gonna register. You're going to demand people register before they put on a suit and go around <laughs> choosing who to beat up. That's and that makes yeah, yeah, yeah. wasn't there also a part of it where 
once you did, like, even if you weren't a person who wanted to be a superhero, once you registered, mm -hmm. weren't you just like put on the front lines then? Like, didn't they no, just like you, draft you into being? You had to go to Avengers Academy. That's what it was. Right. You, had to, go, to, you had to go train. Was it was a, a great series. series. Yeah. Um, Kevin in the chat says Civil War was okay, but post Civil War was great. Hmm. I, I, I don't disagree. Yeah. Post Civil War was great. again some of my favorite no, like era of comics. What was it? Civil War Two. Didn't care for it. No, uh. that I got was a, brutal. It was pretty bad. I want to reread it. I don't think I. Ever I, read I have it. a fascination to read events, just like mini events that I didn't like at the time, just to like revisit. Oh sure. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do want to revisit, revisit um, uh, Heroes in Crisis. Yeah. Yeah, Same I want to. I want to revisit Heroes in Crisis. I want to revisit Civil War Two. Yeah. Like. They don't hit right, but maybe. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Just because about me, like, people maybe they were, were ahead of their time. People were bitching yeah. about House of M for a very long time. Like you ruined. Really? Yeah, you ruined Scarlet Witch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were like, huh. But it's now ten years, 10, 15, 20 years later, considered one of the best. Marvel because they, because in real time they didn't realize wasn't nothing done with Scarlet Witch. Yeah. All they really remembered was that yeah. George Perez and John Byrne drew really hot. Scarlet Witches, right. yeah. and they mess with that. That's all they mess with. Her storyline was nothing. Well, she was married an android. The kids and the, she married know, a freaking android. She how how cool was she? Get That's the hell out cool. of it. The android was cooler. <laughs> the android is way cooler. I remember yeah. being so confused as a kid. I'm like, all right, it's a human woman. Yeah. And he is an android. Mm -hmm. He's artificial intelligence, but he can't <laughs> feel <laughs> emotion. He could feel emotions. Can he? he? When he was all white, he couldn't. He could, but normally emotions. he could. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just what so is strange. real though? Oh fuck you! <laughs> Moving on. So my number two, number two, and we're gonna talk about it, oh. is oh, Infinite fine. Crisis. Oh. Uh, we it's so good. I think we tread a, like very deeply into Infinite Crisis last time when we talked DC. We did. So yeah. Don't want to repeat. So don't want to repeat everything, yeah. but it it really was like for me, almost almost top tier. Mm -hmm. modern uh dc comics like yeah. the lead-in was mysterious and wild uh all like what was it six miniseries can you guys remember all yeah. uh day of vengeance secret six uh omac project um i remember all of them as you say them yeah, <laughs> yeah. Omac, secret, yeah. secret six Oh, if checkmate? only if only I could have was there a checkmate one no, after the fact. If only uh -huh. if only I did prep. Either way, it was a bunch of minis. Uh, like it, it came out, it shot out like a cannon and never lost steam. I love this event. I love every piece of it. I love, I the art. love I lo Superboy Prime. He gets such him. a short, such a, a bad rep, and I don't know why. Other than like he's kind of a crybaby. He's, he's that's his best. old character. Yeah. 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 Well, he gets a bad rap from people that are like him. Don't get the joke. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. They just feel seen. <laughs> um, either way, I, I love this event. I think it's fantastic. Anybody else want to chime in? That was a great event. It codified the Silver Age back yeah. in reality. Like that, those events happened even to them in continuity. Mm. Um, it used every major DC player in a cool way. Right, cool. like the Green Lantern Corps had something cool to do. Yeah. Two Supermen are flying Superman. Or Superboy Prime through a red sun. Yeah. You know, there was uh there was a lot of uh long history comic stuff yeah. going on in that yeah. book. And yeah. it was But at no point, awesome. even all yeah. the things that I hadn't read, because I was never yeah. a big Silver Age guy. Sure, sure. I still wasn't lost. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. It was very uh approachable. Um sort of I mean uh accessible. Accessible. Yeah, yeah, yeah very much so. It, it was cool flash stuff too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm. It can't it was and, and also too, it was <laughs> 
There was uh, <laughs> you're closer. It was right. an era. It was an era of comics too that events, especially at DC, didn't happen very often. The mm. one before it was many years. It was like zero hour. Oh wow! Oh, was there yeah. not one in between? Zero I'm hour, sure there was an event no. in between cool. there. I that was after zero hour, wasn't it? Yeah. That was after zero, zero hour. No, I think that was after. But there was it, it. Literally, it's the biggest event for like. It probably is the like the, the most the most span. biggest change. Yes, yes, like yes. It was, yeah. it, because it was redoing their big one. Yeah, yeah sure. it was. It was. The, yeah. It was the first time that they reused the title. You know, like right, it's a direct right. sequel to right. Crisis on Infinite Earths, even though Crisis on in time. Right, zero hour crisis oh, in time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that right. was, was a subtitle. Yeah. I forgot yeah. about that. But yeah. yeah, it was a direct sequel to their biggest. So I would like, also say that gravitas. Infinite Crisis is the last time that they uh, did anything good with the word crisis. Mm. Mm, no, you like oh, Final Crisis, Identity a lot. crisis a lot. Identity oh, Crisis. Wait, Identity yeah. was after Infinite. Oh wait, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you're right. But also, identity crisis was awesome. To have both of you be right in this situation, but it also wasn't a crisis. Right, the word but crisis they used was in it. Yes, yes. But it's, technically, that is what you, you know said. What I, mean? <laughs> I don't know what you say. You mean <laughs> you mean a crisis level event, not just the word crisis. Thank so you. a crisis level event right. being. Final Crisis and Dark Crisis and Infinite Earths and yeah. Flashpoint. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're lucky you got your own Jiminy Cricket over there. Yeah, right. thanks, Jiminy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, you know, I forgot how often Jiminy Cricket corrected and reinterpreted. That was his whole thing. We moved on to number one. Oh, Christopher says Infinite Crisis was after Identity Crisis. Well, well, uh, well, well, well. <laughs> Wait, let me do it. Let's find out. Terry, survey says. So, so while the fact checker fact checking the facts um let's very very briefly yes talk about brian's number one let's talk about it at length because <laughs> <laughs> we've one? never mentioned this before i'll ever. tell you what now is it's time to shine once again okay. it's armageddon 2001 never heard of it and well JD, tell you've me, got some excellent reading ahead of yeah. you. I am genuinely never going to so read it. So it starts out. God, why? Because panel one. <laughs> never going to read it. Uh, I hate when other people enjoy things. Right. Oh, it's, it's, it, uh, it's deeper than that. Go on. Identity Crisis was before. Oh, there we go. There I we win. go. Identity Crisis was before. I run the podcast. By one year. <laughs> go ahead. Um, it... Uh, one of the reasons Noel, thank you, Noel. <laughs> one of the reasons Noel is not super into it is because it fits a completely different model than other more modern events. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's an event in the sense that it was a big happening in DC mm. and tied into all their annuals tied into it. There were only two issues. There was a first issue, you know, bookend issues. Yeah. Um, those issues hold a special place in my heart. There's a number of cool things that happen in there that I've thought about for, for years after. Yeah. And that thing with the hand reaching down yeah, is yeah. still one of the best uh, reveals that yeah. I've read in comics. And by one of the best, I also mean it was early enough that I didn't know what was going to happen. Right. Right. Mm. That specific yeah. thing has happened so many times since sure. then. Sure. But yeah, at the time I was like, oh. right. I saw, I hadn't seen something like that before, or if I had, it was still early enough that I was like, Oh, that was cool. Yeah. Um, but like I said, when we talked about it before, the really cool stuff, now oh, there's some really cool stuff in that too. Some of the really cool stuff was in all the annuals, right? All of the, what happens to Superman in 10 years? What happens to Flash in 10 years? You know, 
um, you got four different Superman versions because every time you touched him, he altered the future. Yeah. And there were also four Superman titles running at the time. And they needed to, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> so there was some great, there were some great stories in that. It gave rise also to Wave Rider, who I always loved. I have yeah. a sucker for any time travel thing. I like time Bonus, travel. Bonus, if you can time travel through time yourself, yeah. you know, is very cool. And uh, so, yeah, with, I think... With rainbow fire hair. Right? That's a prerequisite. Very cool. Very have, cool thing to have. I have a question. Go ahead. Um, we are all susceptible to our own context nostalgia? and nostalgia. Absolutely. A lot of the stuff that we're talking about today mm -hmm. and always talk about, it's been revisited and or recontextualized and still holds up. Sure. Does this still hold up outside of your very, very specific experience with it? I mean, I have not reread any of the. And I think annuals. it's a fair question. I'm not trying to shit out. No, because it's where it's, it's where my mind is going. So with here's this, the thing, so. and I'm not even sure. Right, we can get into a, a whole discussion that many people have about like validity of. I do think that's but that's but that's oh, super valid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. I I revisited it, uh, and it's still. You know, peaks and valleys as sure. with any single thing. There are absolute trash annuals stories in, sure. in that. Sure. Um, but a lot of the stuff that I remember liking, I still really like. Yeah. Wait, cool. that's exactly what I asked, though. Right. A lot of the stuff I remember liking. But he said he really still likes. really likes it. But did it, was it a trigger or was it like, how no, do I you separate yourself it. from that? No, right. How old were you? Do you remember how old you were when it when it came out? What year well, was it? 1991. It was oh, 10 years I in the future. I was born in 78. How old was that? 14. 13. So you're 14 years old. You're like you're in that sweet spot of comics, yeah. right? And your team, right, right, right. where the stuff that you like it, and and I'm not saying that you don't still find it enjoyable, but there there is well, an it's argument. Not on, it's not on my top five list. Okay, but well, you still find it enjoyable. That, 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 but this, this is why you st have the member berries of it. Yeah, you know and what that's I mean? that, right. so. Like I, feels like they're trying to shit on your number. No, 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 no. I'm actually, no, no, I'm no. actually trying to figure Let out me, a best. We list. all have good I, reasons for liking it. I'm, What's your? Hold you on, like it because hold you liked on. it when you were stupid. Hold on, I'm actually, <laughs> I'm actually trying to, I'm actually trying to separate like the the yeah 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 how the context in which we experience things versus how maybe stronger competent it might be as a piece sure. of fiction right because mm -hmm. there's a lot of tr trash mm -hmm. that i think is fucking awesome because i saw it when i was 12 sure. yes yes and now well, i know that maybe it doesn't hold up as well however i will still fight, you will still for, fight it for it and that's fair because i did and it also so like is came, this one of those it also came yes. out at that time right so even if let's say something comes out now today and it's great 20 years from now we might be like well not as good as i remembered yeah. We, yes, we're older, but we're adults now. Yeah. So it hits at a cultural context moment, too. Now, in the case of Armageddon 2001, there are so many different creators involved. There are so many different individual stories involved. Mm -hmm. So I remember the Flash story, and I haven't reread it in a very long time. Mm -hmm. But knowing the progression of that story, I think it's a cool story. Like, he, real quick... He has retired as the Flash. He's a really good salesman because he like goes through the catalogs every night, memorizes everything. His son has super speed, but no aura, so he can. Which I didn't know was a thing at the time. Oh yeah, yeah. The Flash has an aura yeah. around his body that um, like protects, protects him from friction and that kind of stuff. Right? Yeah, oh, cool. yeah, 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 yeah. So he didn't have an aura, so uh, the kid 
could move at super speed, but if he ever did, he would die like yeah. instantaneously. All of his bones would just like break. Right. Make him a suit. Now but what suit could stand up to the speeds of the Flash? Yeah. I mean, you know, I never cared I'm, much for that. <laughs> I'm, I'm believing all of the, all suits. Hugo Boss. I'm believing that man can go at the speed of light. I should believe yeah. that there's technology that can protect. That could him make that. So, oh, sure. Is there super science that could do it? Absolutely, absolutely. But uh, um, no, I, I don't. I don't mean to shit on your. But yeah, it, yeah. you bring it up so much, and it, it's always. Mm-hmm. the 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 explanation of your enjoyment is always steeped very specifically into your experience not so much the right the, the book itself because right. i have the same things with a lot of things yeah. we've even talked about tonight but sure. try to like also well it doesn't matter so but I, also, I don't know what i'm trying to say the the thing with him figuring out the hand coming down mm. yes it came at a time when i had never seen that before but it is cool like oh, it's yeah, a yeah. cool mm-hmm. it's a cool visual you get the exact same panel with the hand in the same position mm-hmm. but I mean, it's you a guys different know what the reveal hero. is right yeah yes. i do now you yeah. figured it out well, I, <laughs> yeah it's but, pretty, but i also didn't and, and that's the, uh, it's, it's, it's actually become one of those things that anytime i see a mystery and a time travel thing i'm yeah, like yeah. oh the time traveler it's the, did it's it. that guy yeah <laughs> right but um i don't have enough i don't I didn't have the expectations of who it would be or could be mm-hmm. during the event because I didn't read it in real yeah. time. To have a lot of it was the buildup to and have the, the disappointment of who, who, right. who could take out now the right. DC. Now I just know who, yeah. and it should just stand, right? Yeah, it but if it doesn't, wait, no, you know who the villain is. Yeah, he's talking about originally. He was talking, talking about, about who the hand things, is. Things, yeah. yeah. Oh no, uh, uh, no! Who saves young Matthew Ryder is the question. No, old Matthew Ryder. Right. Wave, Wave Rider yeah. himself. So oh, his oh, yeah. makes sense. being saved yeah, yeah. by a superheroed glove right. pulling himself. him out of the debris right. and all of the different flashes we have of like Batman's hand, Green Lantern's yeah. hand, Superman's hand. Yeah, yeah. Turns out it was his own hand yeah. in uh, the far future. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes perfect himself. sense. Yeah. yeah. And so that's cool. And if I read that today, would I think it was as cool? No, it would not blow my mind in yeah. that way. I would have figured it out issue one. Right. But, but that is also not a knock against it that I no, have I'm read other no, stories. I'm not even, I'm not even I, like, right. also too, I don't even, like, uh, maybe not even the the content of the plot so much as, like, the level of execution. I don't know. Like, I mean, I don't know. Kid shows, well, that's just it. Like, <laughs> we, we are products of our own experiences. And so I haven't like, reread it in a in long, forever, long yeah. time. But but I'll, I'll stand on what I said before that I think Ordway drew it. It's the annuals that are a lot of what I remember the about final it. One. And those are done by yeah. whatever creative team was on that book yeah. at that time. So there were cool ones. Superman becoming jerky. president, you know. I, oh, maybe the the weakest events uh, in in general, like the weakest events are always tend to be those fifth week ones where it's mm. disjointed teams all doing like mm. a side thing inside of this sandbox. But it ultimately kind of doesn't ever matter. See, that's yeah. the thing. None yeah. of these had to because anyway. one. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, this was yeah. the only fifth week event I think I ever liked. Really? Because I never, I never cared about Atlantis attacks. Like yeah. all of the fifth week events, I was just like, oh, okay, whatever. But this one stuck with me. Yeah. yeah. Is it collected ever? No. They can make uh, money out of everything. Shame. Like yeah. Marvel is. Right. That's why. That's Marvel, why we have been joking for. I get that out years. Yeah. About Absolutely, I would. Like even like Marvel reprints literally everything even yeah. if it like yeah atlantis attacks has an omnibus oh does it yes that's yeah. weird is there evolutionary a war has somewhere avengers yeah. the gathering has an omnibus but uh, uh, says, 2001. 
Uh, we're number one. I think that means we're supposed to move yeah. on. Moving on. Thank you, Terry. <laughs> uh, JD, what's your number one? Actually, you know what? JD and Len, oh. say your number ones at the same time and we'll talk about it. Here we go. Crisis, Crisis on, on Infinite Earths. Earth. Oh, they were the same one. Boom. The first and the best, best mm. event mm. ever done. Blammo. Oh, but Barry Allen dies in that. That's why it's number one. Apparently, it's peak Barry Allen. I've never read the whole series. I've only read that page. <laughs> and it's still yeah. the best. The best. Page. Yeah. This is, um, yeah. It is. It really uh, is. Yeah. In the interest of not respecting time, I, <laughs> this is an interesting topic that uh, I'm talking about with somebody else before. Like, uh, you get into these uh, on on Facebook groups and stuff. You get into these kind of like spirals of, hey, can I just read this to enjoy this? Yeah. Or should I read something beforehand? Right. And invariably, there's always somebody that jumps in the comments and like lists off a million pages in series that you have to read in order to enjoy this one thing because they always like keep connecting back and the first is all yeah. that matters. Yeah. Is the first all that matters? Like the first crisis. What? Well, yeah, but just in general, like the idea that um, because it came first mm -hmm. and it is the impetus for all others, mm -hmm. couldn't others be better? Or is it no matter what, it doesn't matter because this came first? Oh, I'm sorry. You, you got it. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, no, did you choose it, this because it's no, the no, first? No, 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 no. Does it no. carry more weight no. because it mm -hmm. came first? For some people, it does. Yeah. So that can be true. It doesn't always necessarily have to be the absolute best. Right. Um, for different reasons, for storytelling, for the artwork or or what have you. It's still number one for me because I do think that for the most part, it's the best art. You mm -hmm. can argue, you know, the well, art is subjective, kind of, yeah. you know, but it's for me, it's the best art. It is the one that had lasting impact that lasted for years. Oh yeah. So it had yeah. the, the 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 most long, far reaching. We impact. just had another event referring back to it. Right. Yeah. And like people well, are still and and and, and, and uh, it undid it. Right. And it undid it. <laughs> and it undid, but, but that's the thing. Things are, they still trying to like yeah. like. I mean, I would argue like, 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 still riding that coattail. Yeah, you know what I mean. It is the most impactful. I mean, yeah. it set the tone of the whole universe mm -hmm. for an year. There is a pre-crisis and post-crisis right. DC. Yeah. That is how you know what when it's taking place. Exactly. It, you know? And it yeah. is, it's very well done, I think, for considering all of the characters that are yeah. in there, because almost every single yeah. person who has ever been in a dc or dc acquired book yeah. has is is somewhere in that book there are still very strong emotional moments that happen you know you talk about the flash dying supergirl, supergirl. the first supergirl yeah. dies in there there's an emotional scene at her funeral for batgirl in that mm -hmm. scene there actually is another emotional scene where you know batgirl is actually faced with realizing what where you know what can i do in this big cosmic event mm. she's sitting there up on on a ledge like you yeah. know what the fuck can i do you know I always felt like I had a chance because I had Supergirl with me mm. and now I don't, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So th it had that emotional moment, you know, the, the fucking Wonder Woman gets wiped, wiped out on the last 
like the like last three pages mm-hmm. and like a small panel mm. she gets wiped out mm. that's how big everything yeah, yeah. else is yeah, in this yeah. motherfucking joint it is it is just phenomenal i i uh <laughs> i bristle i bristle sometimes uh when you have those conversations with some people about how they refuse to let anything be good because it wouldn't exist without this though yeah, yeah that's that's that's, that's, right. that's, yeah, the, that's yeah, why i'm not yeah, like picking out your it just made me like you guys both picked it and it's the origin yeah. essentially yeah. and it's like you know Oh, and again, to your sweet spot, yeah. you can buy the book "Crisis on Infinite Earths," and that's it. Oh yeah, yeah. there and, yeah. and and and, and it touched. It touched. Thing. So it didn't have like the different miniseries, mm. but there were definitely things that happened in other books, mm. and they'll be referenced in a panel here and there in the twelve issues. It doesn't matter. Hey, mean, mean black dudes in the chat asking, do we read the chat? We read the yeah. chat. Reading it right now. Yeah. Yeah, we read that chat, read dog. We see you, yeah. dog. Yeah. Mean black dude. Yeah, he's a cool. He's dude. Very on the nose. He's a very oh, yeah. cool dude. Cool, cool. What's up, bro? Yeah. Um, yeah, it just made me like when you guys picked it. It just made me think about it because I have those arguments all the time. Like, you know, like yo, you you wouldn't have even known that existed without this. I'm like, that doesn't mean it is or nah. isn't better. No, because it came first. Yeah, right. there's yeah. a lot of things. How many how many shows are great in season two? That are so so in season one. I mean, Simpsons, right? Well, it's 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 more. It's also it's more. I think uh, a, a, another analogy is just like you have to like the Beatles if you like music. Like, right. no, I, I like whatever. But interesting point of fact about both Crisis um, being the first and also uh, just things following others and and going on coattails. The reason it's called Crisis on Infinite Earths is because it wasn't the first Crisis on Earth two. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Is the first usage of crisis that True. was followed by crisis on Earth three and crisis, you know, yeah, crisis yeah. on infinite Earths was a build on something that DC had been doing since you know, like what nineteen sixty five or yeah, whatever. yeah, the sixties, um, yeah. Which is which is cool itself, right? Um, uh, my number one's Blackest Night. Night. Mm. This Blackest Night. Yes, I think it's the. I, it's my favorite. There you go. It's just my favorite. Uh, all the tie-ins were top notch. It is a wonderful omnibus to read through. Mm-hmm. It built on such wonderful foundational groundwork yeah. of those Green yeah, Lantern yeah. books. Yeah, it was emotionally effective. Yvonne Race's art is just mm. disgustingly amazing. And Doug Monkey, isn't that a lot? Doug Monkey does all the Green Lantern core titles mm-hmm. and Green Lantern titles that are tied in with yeah, but Reese is the, Reese is the, the main, main the main issues yeah. It's I I mean there's no there's really no weak point in my mind uh, and last time when we did DC it was my number two thinking about it more it's just yeah. it popped to my number one nice. you know yeah. I'll tell you what like I mentioned when I listed it as my number two I almost changed it up a little bit I was like well but should I stick with what I already said yeah. you know um, but it and to speak to what we were talking about with Armageddon two thousand one I was like but. Blackest Night was the better story event. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it functions as an event in itself, yes. yeah. you know, that kind of thing. Um, and like we were talking about with, uh, what was it? Secret Invasion. Yeah. Yeah. DC Comics was great at this time, yeah. right? Like oh, yeah. everything that was going on with DC was awesome and like i'm sure aughts? it wasn't but you know yeah. what's that with the early aughts yeah uh 2005-ish? i want to say like 
Yeah, probably. Was that 2005? Like a time. Five that's why it's just like time period. Yeah, where like right, both right, Marvel right. and DC were on all cylinders. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, Blackest Night, solid, solid event. Like, really, I mean, I think we were talking about it in your shop a while ago, and we both called it the best DC event of all time. Mm. Close. We didn't in our <laughs> in our, our, our list. Yeah. Well, that's where but personal preference things, comes in. Too. But also like strength personal, versus personal and momentary preference. True. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know what? The other thing, this keeps hitting. Uh, oh, my my uh, choices can change right day to day. Right. I, and you know what though? Like yes, but for me, I think the choices change day to day between one and two. Not a new no, one comes in. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Because it always comes back to infinite and blackest night for yeah. me like they just yeah, kind yeah. of because they were just holistically yeah. my favorite and i think the strongest yeah you know the only wise. thing that really the thing that decided me on the order that i went with was there aren't moments in blackest night which come back to me yeah. but i'll tell you that story as a whole and not being a crisis not yeah. being like this thing will have giant ramifications. It's just a really good story that did have giant ramifications. But right, right. what a great story. So I, I yeah. we're we're yeah. we're cutting up on time. Me Black Dude has a question real quick, but before we get to it, I actually wanted to give you guys some numbers based off of all of our oh. some analytics. Oh. Um so the most mentions throughout all of our lists uh were Civil War, Blackest Night, and Infinite Crisis. Sounds um, good. No one picked not all four of us picked one thing. There's no book that is on all four of our lists. Oh, oh, that's interesting. That's crazy. The most mentions is three, and it's Civil War, Blackest Night, and Infinite Crisis. That's oh, interesting. Shit. No, yeah. like there's no book that all of us picked. Huh. that's interesting. Um, by the points, so I awarded points for one, two, three, four, and like one, two, three, four, and five, and then one point, four points, three points. Um, by the numbers, Blackest Night wins with eleven points. Solid. Right. Yeah. Uh, because I'm it's okay it's on yeah. all of our lists. Yeah. It's on most of our lists. I don't think it's on yours. No. But we all put it high enough yeah. to pop up. Mm. Infinite Crisis is number two with ten points. Oh, I'm sorry. Christ on Infinite Earth is number two with ten points. Even though only two of you did, both mm. do number one. So it just mm. popped up. And then Infinite Crisis with nine points. Infinity Gauntlet oh. with seven. Civil War with six. Armageddon 2001 with five points because it was number one. <laughs> and then the rest kind of filter out. But um, those all seem about right. Over, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Overall, overall, um, I think DC edged out Marvel. I would I, I would say I that. Yeah, yeah I say DC that. does events, in my opinion, better. Right? Like, they're mm, DC yeah, the really degrees. good at being beautiful. Did. did as did. we will get to because, with being black because oh, okay. we the the, but, the latest like the most recent one that we all lauded was sure. almost 15 years ago now. oh my god oh that is a while ago but <laughs> i think dc handles big universe stuff better or more to my tastes that or they even attempt it more right like marvel doesn't do they've technically never rebooted well no i don't mean just big well, universe no, being a reboot no i'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they technically never rebooted. No, I just mean something that involves everyone in the universe yeah. that has to take care of something. Like Infinity Gauntlet counts as that. Uh, yeah. they yeah they they try to, but it yeah. always ends up being insular for the because of publishing. Yeah. So like uh, a uh, Axe Judgment Day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was technically the entire world, hmm. but it was well, contained publishing wise. So they can continue right. with the other books without them being touched. DC is right. a little grander in scope. 
True. I agree. Right? True. Like yeah. that's even in JLA yeah, Avengers, they talk about how the DC Earth is bigger mm. than the Marvel oh, Earth, right? Funny. Yeah. 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 Because they're the big cities. I, I, you know, there's something about DC where when I think of Marvel, I think of Marvel, and then I think of right. Cosmic Marvel. Right. DC. You yeah. think of the whole. I think just of DC. It, all right. of it. Yeah. Marvel's yeah. Marvel's more street level yeah. in its. I mean, Fantastic Four is one of the main Marvel things, but they're not street level, but they're very grounded. They're a yeah. family that interacts, right? Spider-Man is their absolute biggest yeah. hero, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so meet, uh, mean black dudes in the comments, and he asks, what did you guys think of Dark Crisis, and are you getting tired of um, reboots? Yeah. Re um, Universes being, being rebooted. Yeah. You want to go first? We I, are the only ones that finished it, right? Yeah. Noel and I read Dark Crisis on Infinite Earths, and when I put it down, I was like, okay. And then uh, now I'm like, that book was useless. Uh, absolutely useless. There was no point to it. Uh, all it did was undo the one thing that Crisis did back in the 80s, the, crisis, the original Crisis. Which, which was, had largely been undone. Yeah. Anyway. It, already, yeah. it was undone in pieces, but right. now it was just like, hey, the last piece. Yeah. This just felt like um, a, a, just another event because we need to have something with the word crisis in it, mm -hmm. what can we do? Are um, you being serious? Because I thought you liked it. I was enjoying it. I, and then I finished it, and then I sat, and I thought about it, and I went, that did nothing. Oh, I wow. liked, I liked. it was seven issues, right? Seven? Yeah, liked five seven. of them. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, was it the one through five, and then six and seven? Basically. Yeah, uh, so, so, like, the art was fantastic. Sometimes. It came out on time. Uh, the main cast for most of it were all sidekick characters that I mm -hmm. love. Yeah, um, Titans was very Titans heavy. It was very Titans heavy. Which it was they, awesome. It was purposeful. Uh, yeah. The Dick Grayson of it all, I'll always like tune in for. Um, yeah. But it just it it collapsed under its own weight. Mm. Like mm. it was such a wet fart of an ending. Yeah. Uh, that I was just and you don't bored. like wet farts. I uh, no, I don't okay. like. Nobody likes I don't like to metaphorically to... stain underwear. Sure, sure. Okay. You know. Yeah. And, you know, I'm push back. You said the art was terrific. The art was there. Um, Who's the I artist? Think Daniel Sempier. I think he's good. Uh, he is good. Yeah. But he is in the league of Paul Pelletier for me. Okay. Yeah. It's not. It's not Yvonne Reese. It's not Doug Monkey. It's not George Perez. Hmm. It's not one of the top tier names. He's a professional he's comic like, book artist. Is, right. It was good comic book. Dan Mora yeah. drew this. Yeah. Dan It'd be Mora. ten times better. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though. Sometimes I really like the level that you're talking about yeah it's just like the jesus this, marino this the, looks like a yeah. comic the you know what i mean no. like yeah yeah the jesus jimenez george no, no. jorge jimenez jorge. Is, no who, who drew rags morales i'm sorry rags, rags. he's a rag yeah. yeah it's yeah. very much he's a, a rags bit morales. Than rags, but, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but um in regards to the end though it was like <laughs> Oh, it was just in his head the whole time. Yeah. Oh, but everything is there now. Like oh, it was also, just so fucking. The other thing that pissed me light. off was so much of it was about legacy. Uh, and Deathstroke was like, well, I'm going to kill legacy. No more legacy. Legacy, legacy, blah, blah, blah. And at yeah. the end, they're like, oh, we need to embrace legacy, blah, blah, blah. That's fine. And the legacy that they're embracing <laughs> is like Wally West and um, uh, Kyle Rayner from 30 huh. years ago. Yeah. Like it... they're not the legacy, guys. It's it's John Kent, it's right. Yara Floor, Wonder Girl. Um, Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. It's the future Jace state. Fox, so, Jace yeah. Fox. Deathstroke. Every like, time he saw Kyle Rayner, was like, "Who's so this guy?" This mother. For Thirty it, years. It, in the in the second to last issue, uh, they pared it all down to just Deathstroke versus Dick Grayson. Yeah. Hmm. Which thematically should be so incredibly exciting, and should be so very like 
worth it. Mm -hmm. But it was just... And Deathstroke was like hulked up like, you know, Bane on Venom. Mm. Uh, but even when they did it like in their own heads kind yeah. of thing, like mm. it should have it should have hit so hard and it mm. was just like... Wow. Okay. Now that's what you guys thought about that particular issue. But the other half of his question was, are you tired of reboots? No, yes. I'm not tired of everything. I'm not tired yeah. of anything. Okay. Just keep doing it as long as you make it good. I don't care. Okay. I'm, I'm tired of crises. How about that? That's fair. It I'm does seem to be that DC has done it a few times too many too recently, although every time it has happened, I'm like, oh, good. I like where they ended up. Yeah. Uh, but, really, really quick here. Is yeah. Dark Knight's Metal was technically a crisis event, mm. but it was different enough. Yeah. Like it was wild and weird, almost yeah. like Battle World no, style. Yeah. And I thought like if they take the concept and play with it as opposed to just being like, if I see another panel or like splash page of a gajillion earths yeah. mirrored on each yeah. other, just stop, yeah. just stop. Well, um, I also don't like that they keep, it, you know, it's like, you got to give it room to breathe for a while yeah. before you, there isn't and like, right. And I loved it. I think like we were talking about one of the best times in DC was post crisis, but it had been decades enough that the cool stuff from pre-crisis had all made its way, but you got multiple oh, yeah. colors of kryptonite, bottles yeah. of candor, all that, you know, other non-Superman things, you yeah. know, had all come back, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Uh, as a mean black dude's asking one last question, Avengers versus X-Men versus Eternals. I, I have not read, read it. Yeah. I have. I don't care. I, I love, might, I might, if it, if I hear it's great. Uh, I loved it. It was not, uh, I guess I care. Will you read it, it was not a normal, <laughs> it was not, a, it was not structured. It was not a normal event. It was literally in a celestial judging all of earth and decimating people he didn't find. Sure we for the show was pretty cool. Um, and the art was spectacular. It was Valeria Sheedy. Oh, I like Sheedy. Um, and it was it, like, it was like action at the beginning, but then the rest of it was just like heroes in existential crisis. It was a very different Another read. Crisis. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and it was Kieran Gillen. Like he, I mean, he's, he's, he's a very um, ephemeral kind of writer. So it was, it was, it wasn't normal. It wasn't like a normal AVX punch him up. So I like cool. it. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Email us at coltspopgo at gmail.com. Let us know what your favorite thing event. ever. Your favorite thing ever. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's pizza. Probably. Yeah. It's mine. Ooh, pizza. I do love me some like pizza. pizza. I'm going to go get a slice. Mm. We're not going to do a slice? I can't eat after eight. You piece of shit. Yeah, that's right. Um, all right, guys. We love you. And we will see you here next Wednesday at, listen, Terry wants us to start moving it to eight o'clock because apparently he's a big baby and needs to go get his bottle and go to sleep so maybe we're gonna meet we're gonna might move it to eight o'clock we're not sure but um but wherever you caught it whether it be on johnny destructo's facebook wherever on youtube we are going to be there next week and every week thereafter so tell a friend and subscribe subscribe to us follow us like and follow tell all your friends about see you next week coat pop go Thanks so much for listening to Spoiler Alert. Check out all our shows, including the Cannibal Horrorcast, where we review classic and contemporary horror. Oh, it's so spooky! And Gutter Talk with the Black Tribbles, recorded live every week at Johnny Destructo's Hero Complex in Nanyang, PA. Yeah. <laughs> this is